T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Truth Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So amid the worst border crisis in U.S. history, the Biden administration is plowing full steam ahead to remove the last remaining major line of of border defense, Title 42, which is scheduled to expire on May 23rd. Despite bipartisan calls to keep Title 42, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, the radical lib that he is, this week issued a vague 20-page document outlining how the department plans to deal with the anticipated surge in border crossings. Well, here's an idea. Don't repeal 42. I tell you, you know, logic, whatever. Joining us now to discuss the border crisis and the possible repeal of Title 42 is Laura Reese. She is director of uh, Border Security and Immigration Center and a senior research fellow for Homeland Security at the Heritage Foundation. She has over 25 years of experience in immigration and Homeland Security arena, She twice worked at the Department of Homeland Security herself on management and immigration. So basically, she knows what she's talking about. And frankly, she would be a much better secretary than Mayorkas is. Laura, thank you for joining us this evening. John, thanks for having me on. Any chance we could do that? Any chance, you know, what, what if we call Kamala, who apparently is in charge of the border, and suggest that you take over from Mayorkas? I, I'm up for that. I, would you take the job? Well, if I had the job, I tell you, uh, number one job would be to secure that border and protect the homeland. Yeah, that's sadly, that's the, not their the job. Secretary is not doing that. No, I mean, and for those who don't remember, Title Forty Two, basically under that authority, single adults and families illegally crossing the border can be expelled immediately to protect citizens from the spread of COVID. In March. Over 221,000 illegal aliens crossed our southern border, the most in over two decades. About half were expelled under Title 42. 
Laura, you don't have to be, a, you know, a, a genius, a rocket scientist to understand what's going to happen if Title 42 goes away. No, you don't. And migrants uh, south of the border talk about it openly. Uh, some have already tried to cross and were expelled under Title 42. And so now they're just biding their time, uh, waiting for that restriction or that authority to be lifted because they know it will be much easier to cross uh, illegally once that authority is gone. And you know what I, I still find amusing about this whole thing is this same administration mandated masks, tried to mandate vaccines, and yet they don't do either for illegals crossing the southern border. No, they've been completely inconsistent and hypocrites about this all along. The radical left wanted the Biden administration to remove Title 42 on day one because they viewed it as an immigration enforcement tool and they view immigration enforcement as a bad thing. And yet the Biden administration was imposing these COVID restrictions on uh, we Americans and all aspects of our lives. So they, they were conflicted. They kept it in place and now they are caving to the radical left. Um, and we're hearing more and more Democrats now in Congress um, telling the Biden administration, don't list this so soon. Now we know, you know, November elections are coming up. Right. So where they where these same members of Congress were silent last year as, as the border crisis was unfolding. Now, all of a sudden, with an election on the line, they're starting to speak up. But if if security is good for an election, then it's good all the time. So good this, point. Yep. This administration needs to keep Title 42 in place as long as there are any other COVID restrictions in place and uh, get a handle on the border. So during Thursday's House Judiciary Committee meeting, Jim Jordan charged that the border crisis was no accident. He said, quote, it's intentional. It has to be. The chaos on our southern border is is deliberate and it's on purpose. It's by design. How did Mayorkas respond to that charge? So he continues to say that the Biden administration policies are not responsible for the increase <laughs> in numbers. Um, I mean, the guy's got to go. He has zero credibility left and um, no one has confidence in him. And when he has private conversations with his agents, he says, these numbers are unsustainable. If he believes that and if he had any integrity, he would resign. If he's still in office come January and the House flips to a Republican majority, they will bring impeachment proceedings against him. But I suspect he won't stick around to go through that. We're talking with Laura Reese from the Heritage Foundation. I, I did want to ask you about that because there have been calls to impeach him uh, although, frankly, I, I again, I thought Kamala Harris was in charge of the border. But um, implementation of the open door agenda has been the primary responsibility of Mayorkas. The calls for impeachment are growing. Do you think when Republicans take over in the fall that they will actually try and remove him once they control Congress? Yes, I think that he will he will be first on their list uh, because the, the consequences are so dire. He has us in such a hole when it comes to illegal immigration and the border being open. Foreign nationals from over 157 countries have crossed that border during this administration. There are known and suspected terrorists that have been encountered. And when you have hundreds of thousands of gotaways, God knows how many known and suspected terrorists are in that group. Right. Uh, he was he was asked about the 42 that the administration is willing to report on. Uh, during a hearing last week, and he couldn't answer or wouldn't answer as to their whereabouts. 
So Americans should have zero comfort in having not only a secure border, but, um, you know, a secure homeland right now. He's responsible for that, so he should go. It's laughable that he said that the the policies of the Biden administration weren't responsible for the influx of illegals. If you look at the ruinous policy decisions made as soon as Joe Biden took office, I mean, you had ending uh, almost all deportations, ending the Remain in Mexico policy, terminating agreements with the Northern Triangle countries, and, of course, halting construction of the border wall. It sure seems to me that not only is it deliberate, I agree with Jim Jordan, but I think it's clearly their fault, their decisions. What, what did Mayorkas give as the alternative for all the increase of illegals? Well, so he touts his new plan, which is not new, And the plan is more of the same. They are planning on processing in more illegal aliens, but doing it faster so that uh, lines don't back up at the border, and which then draws media attention because that's exactly what they don't want. Right. And then transporting them, um, relying on NGOs, faith-based groups to transport them to all points north in the U.S. to disappear. Um, And they are abusing and violating two parts of the law to do this. The first part is parole. So humanitarian parole is in the Immigration Act. It's for individualized case-by-case humanitarian temporary need. The classic example is someone has to come to the U.S. for emergency surgery. They don't have time to go get a visa, and so they're paroled in. Once they recover from their surgery, they're supposed to be removed, uh, returned to their home country. But what this administration does, what the Obama administration does, is they give mass parole to very large populations of people, uh, which violates the Mm. law. The second part that this administration is doing is abusing and defrauding asylum. So they want to erase the line between legal and illegal immigration. And they want to easy, easily and quickly uh, grant these uh, populations coming across the southern border with asylum, which then gives them a uh, tenth of lawful status and therefore makes it much more difficult to remove them down the road. Well, it sure seems to me like, unfortunately, the crisis at the border is just likely to get worse. I mean, now the weather's turning, it's better. I, I think we're going to see influx at 40 40- Two is repealed. I think that gets even worse. Do you think there's any chance that because they're now getting pushback from their own Democrats in Congress, do you think there's any chance they don't repeal 42 coming up here? What, next month? I, I think the opposition would have to get much louder because even as the, the numbers of Democrats in Congress were growing, calling for it to Title 42 to continue, the White House has still come out and said that they are planning on repealing it um, May 23rd. Now, we have a temporary restraining order from a federal judge out of Louisiana. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. But we also have border agents on the ground who are saying, in effect, uh, they've been directed to already switch from Title 42 authority to expel someone, which takes about 15 minutes to Title Eight, which is the Immigration and Nationality Act, which takes about two hours to process one person. Gee, many Christmas. Well, I, I, again, I think it's deliberate. I, I don't doubt that at all. 
Laura, thank you again for joining us this evening. If folks want to follow you, I follow you on Twitter. It's Laura underscore Reese, R-I-E-S. And of course, they can get information. You guys had a great article on this at heritage.org, correct? Yes, and uh, Daily Signal. Daily Signal, yep. Laura, thank you again for, for joining us. I appreciate the insights. Carry on the fight. Thank you so much. We'll be taking your calls at 745, but coming up after the break, Ryan Beatty will give us an update on his campaign for Sedgwick County Commission, the seat currently held by liberal Lacey Cruz. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 